Ladies and gentlemen, we are live with another episode of The Sound. My name is Jared. And I'm Kevin. Oh, yes. We have a great show for you lined up tonight. Uh, I hope all my music junkies are in the uh, going to be on the live stream here tonight in the comment section talking back and forth. Uh, I want to let everybody know right out of the gate, man. I see y'all starting to come in here on the live stream. Uh, if you could smash that exclamation notify on Facebook. That way you always know when we go live, you won't miss anything. You won't miss any of our shows. Um, as you can see at the top here, we got the app available. Download it. It's free. It's on Android. It's on Apple, the Sound 228 radio app. You can hear all the killer bands that we promote on the show. Uh, and it's, it's like I said, it's free. All of our socials are connected to their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine. Tonight's going to be a great night. Like I said, Kevin, tell them what we got. So, of course, we're going to kick off the show as we normally do with the grudge match. And uh, we've got two bands that are actually in the same uh, music management group up against each other. Uh, what? The, the, yeah, the challenger will be Young Other with a, a song called Oblivion. And they will be going against two-time champion going for the Hall of Fame tonight, post-profit with their song Haunt Me. Uh, after that, we will announce the entire lineup for Fayard Fest. It's happening March 26th. Then after that, Blacklight District, well, Kyle Pfeiffer, who is better known as Blacklight District, who he will be joining us to talk about his music endeavors, the starting of his own label, uh, getting on Octane, being in the top 10 in our Filthy 15. Uh, so he's got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, from last year to this year to where he's headed. So that's going to be happening. Then we're going to run down all the live shows that we know about coming up. And it's all on the way. And you're watching the sound. Oh, yes. It's always official whenever the intro rolls in. Uh, dang, Kevin, you got it. Look at that post profits on, uh, in the house tonight. Yeah. Y'all are on the grudge match, man. You better bring, bring yeah, all in good fun. That is correct. That is correct. young others in the comment. Okay. Let me give a little preface just cause Kevin flashed those on the screen. We've said this before on the show. Anybody that's new, you haven't watched before. Maybe the grudge match is designed to get people engaged, right? It's a friendly competition among bands, whether they're on the same, uh, management label or not. And like we always say, what's up, Matt? We always say. If you're on the grudge match, it's because Kevin or myself or both of us are super into your music, right, Kevin? We pick these bands to highlight them because we love what they're doing. It's not it's not just like we draw out of a hat, right? No, as a matter of fact, um, to give some, I guess, some backstory on it a little bit, like today, sitting here and uh, I showed you, I've been working on that poster for a while, so we were putting the poster here, but while that was happening... I went on to a channel in YouTube and just hit play and just let it go and let it go. And as music crossed down, I got, got on my little uh, book here and started writing names and songs down and threw some into our, uh, our grudge match potential videos. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of what we do and how we do it. And it's, it's fun to do it that way. I love finding new music. It's all good, good stuff, man. Kevin and I are like the researchers that used to go in the library and find all the information for you, except we just do it now through YouTube uh, and an automatic algorithm because we're lazy as shit, but we do write stuff down, which is technically like doing work. So what's that behind me? Uh, what up, Dylan? By uh, What's that behind you, Jared? Uh, who's that sitting behind you, Jared? 
Who's that sitting behind me? Is there anybody behind you? God, I hope not. Is there like a ghost or some shit? I don't know. I don't know. I don't see anything. I hope not. Uh, there's a Credence Clearwater Revival record back there. That's pretty good. I, I see that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, look. Let's jump into the uh, let's jump into the grudge match, Kevin. Um, so we're gonna roll it in. Let me tell you how the grudge match works. Yeah. We're gonna play video number one. We're gonna then play video number two. Video one is your challenger, which will be Young Other with Oblivion, and your video number two will be Post Profit and Haunt Me. And it's going to work out real easily. We're going to throw a poll up. If you're on Facebook, you just vote for video number one or video number two on the poll. If you're on YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, just put it in the comment, video number one, video number two. We keep the tallies up. And uh, when it's all said and done, at the end of the night, we'll tell you who won. And uh, if Post Profit moves into the Hall of Fame or if Young Other knocked him out. So smash that share button too, please smash yeah, the share absolutely. button. We'll see a bunch of y'all in here now. Smash the share button. And let's get this started. Here is video number one, Young Other. The song is called Oblivion. Check it out. It's the grudge match and you're watching the sound.
All right. So Kevin, I'm, for a second there, I'm looking at the comments and I'm like, everybody's saying, Hey, yo, I'm like, Hey, yo, what's up? Thinking in my head. It's like, wait, Oh, young other. Okay. Yeah. I I yo tonight. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. Yo uh, fam. I also, I also broke the rule and I started flashing the comments. Cause I saw you texting on your phone. You I was like, well, I was sharing. I, I, was, I, was, <laughs> okay. I was doing my job. I was sharing. Well, so was I too, but anyway, all right, let's go through the comments real quick and then we'll comment on the video. Uh, what's up, Nate? What's up, Lynn? What's up, uh, Kara, Mr. Andy, Lisa, we love you, Matt. We love you too in a different way. Uh, Elisa, what's up, Cindy? What's up? Young others in the uh, comments, Dylan, I already spoke to you. What's up, little homie and uh, creeper creeper on YouTube. That's not weird at all. Uh, but the video, <laughs> the video, the video was great. I love the live vibe to it right kevin and uh also i will say did it did you hear a little bit of it i mean it's in a good way we've had him on our live shows before like actual concert a little ignite the fire oh uh, you know what yeah a, a touch yeah. of that like the vocals right like just yeah. a little bit no yeah it's absolutely that we love so so i'm digging it man yeah i uh that was the one thing that got me about the videos i i love the, i love live videos oh I yeah love seeing the band's energy on the stage and things like that so uh, that was good stuff uh, right there. Thank you, Tegan, Tegan, for the uh, for the 200 stars. Appreciate that. Give you a shout out there. Uh, if you want to throw out some stars, we'll shout you out. I promise you that. Um, Matt James says he'll take the love, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. He I'm knows. Sure he he knows. He knows. All right. Let's keep this party train rolling here on the old uh, the old grudge match. Let me pull yep. the video up. We're gonna go into go. video number two. Yep. And um. It is backstory a for people, Kevin. Two-time champion. Yeah. Uh, honestly, and I'm glad we don't have to vote, and I'm glad we don't vote. Um, and we don't. We we are big fans of Post Profit here on the Sound. Um, and this is their song "Haunt Me." We just started playing their new single on uh, the radio station yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So. Uh, no, no offense, y'all. We just haven't met you guys in real life yet, <laughs> and we're new to you, right? Right. You yeah. said we're huge fans, like, like we're we're not playing favorites here. We both. No, like, we're not. That's why we don't vote. So, yeah. um, but yeah. So this is their. They've won twice. They're going for three times. If they win the third time, they'll go into the Grudge Match Hall of Fame. It is the most spectacular Hall of Fame ever in the history of Hall of Fames. It's a playlist on our YouTube page. That's right. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, right there, you'll see the Grudge Match Hall of Fame. You'll see all the videos that have made it in there. You'll see bands like Love to Hate, uh, Kingdom Collapse is in there. Um, there's a Hoff. Huh? The Hoff. There's oh, yeah. a Hoff comment. Hoff. Hall of Fame, um, baby. So let's just roll into it. It is your champion. It is video number two. It is Post Profit. The song is called Haunt Me. Check it out, and you're watching the sound. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm fucking alone. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all.
Oh, oh, good luck in the comments. Good luck voting. Yeah. So, so when the second video starts is when I pop up the poll. Yeah. And right now the voting is 50, 50. That's, that's how we know it's going to be a good night. We know. Um, so I got everybody get your friends to come in and vote. The, yes, poll will stay, the poll will stay up on the screen. Tell them to come in and vote. Band so, members, get your fan groups, text your friends, tell them to jump into the, uh, to the comment section below. Brian Paul, if you're watching, man, uh, one of the, the owner of MVK. Yeah. You got yourself. I like the idea of Mr. Andy Newfell there in the comments. Okay. He said, young other yeah. post-profit tour. So, uh, that could probably happen. Yeah. We need to do like an MVK showcase on the Mississippi coast, bring in the dev, bring in post-profit, bring in young other, uh, devil's envy. Yep. So yeah, there's a lot of good stuff going on. So, uh, no and there's a, there's a vote in from YouTube for video number two. So, okay. Okay. We're getting, we're getting them in there. So yeah, definitely get your friends in to vote. Um, and we will keep the poll up through for the whole show. Uh, so we still got about 15 minutes before, uh, Blacklight district joins us. So before now we are doing... the announcement. Can, can I get one thing going in the comments, Kevin? Sure. It, because it's going to help out us and them, all the people that are watching right now, can you do us a favor and vote first for the grudge match? But second tag a band that you heard about first here, right? A band that you heard about first on the sound, tag them in the comment section below. They'll hear about it. Uh, it'll bring them in. And then everybody that's watching, everybody in the comments will also get to get to jam on them by, by clicking the link. I want to see how many people, how many bands out there, Kevin, that we've uh, exposed these people to. Okay. I'm down. So, um, so now, uh, if you were with us last week, uh, we talked about one of our friends, um, Chris Fayard, who passed away. Uh, Jay Landis, there you go. Kingdom Collapse. Um, so, uh, Fayard, Chris Fayard passed away on January. What was it? 14th? Yes. 15th? 15th. I think it was the 15th, but don't. Um, anyways. Um, so, and in the past we've had, uh, we've done it in honor of his father, in honor of his aunt, uh, Fayard Fest. We did four of them. Um, and unfortunately we didn't keep it going. Um, but now, uh, with the passing of Chris, we've decided to go ahead and pick up Fayard Fest again. It's going to be March 26th at the juke joint. The, the guys over there, Guido and the guys have been gracious enough to give us the, the juke joint for this show. And we kind of teased, uh, some of the bands that were playing in it, uh, last week, uh, during the episode, but now. I want to go ahead and do the full blown here. Here is everything that's going to be happening March 26th of the juke joint. And I promise you this poster is super busy. <laughs> so there's a lot of things going on here, but I'm going to throw the poster up and then uh, Jared and I are going to talk about it uh, for just a few minutes, but here is the full lineup there. So Fayard fest March 26th at the juke joint. Uh, raffle prizes, including CPR Fest tickets. Uh, we got already got uh, two hours worth of flight instruction to get you started on learning how to fly. We've got dinners. We've got hotel stays. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. It's kind of bad. The cool thing is, is 
one of Chris's favorite bands was Breaking Benjamin. So Boys to Ben, which is a wonderful, badass Breaking Benjamin tribute band, is going to headline the show. And then you have Jared's band, who played a ton of shows with Chris's band, uh, either in Aura or Joshua's Son, Falls from Grace. They will be on the show. Lunatype, which is also, they just changed their name to Lunatype. They were faceless. It's Kevin Gordon and the guys. So they'll be playing the show. Acadia, the drummer for Joshua's Son was Malcolm Drake. His new band is Acadia. So they're going to be coming over and playing as well. Silent Trust, bunch of local musicians played with uh, Chris and several different formations of different bands. Uh, they'll be on the show party at the moon tower as well. Uh, local musician hall of fame. Those guys are, uh, they're <laughs> going to be there. And they then one, one of the kickers is Dean, the lead singer of Joshua's son and Chris, the guitarist from Joshua's son are going to come in and do acoustic Joshua son songs. Yeah. It's um, going to be cool, man. And the, the other thing is, is there were already two bands booked uh, to play that were going to be playing inside the juke joint. So we, incorporated them into the Fayard Fest because they were already there. They're, we weren't going to change anything. We weren't going to ask them to move their date. So the regimes out of San Antonio and Bourbon House, I can't remember where Bourbon House is out of, but they are managed by Paul Crosby from Saliva. Uh, his Those bands will be playing inside after we're done outside. Um, and then Greg Knoll Art and Andrew Switzer will be there painting live. Uh, we've got some great sponsors that have hopped on with this, uh, Canal Wine and Spirits, um, Katanda uh, Creations, uh, Barefoot in the Sands, or Barefoot Sands Arts and Crafts, Red Radio has uh, hopped on as a sponsor, uh, Aura and Joshua Sun have sponsored, 434 Management has sponsored, Brownwater Banter has sponsored, um, we're going to get all sorts of stuff uh, for the raffle prizes, bunch of bands are putting uh, prize packs together. Saliva is sending us something in the mail uh, for the raffle. Any given sin is sending us something in the mail for, for the raffle. Uh, we've got a few other bands that are sending us some stuff. Um, so if you have a business and you want to be a part of it, uh, you donate. If you're a donating business or if you're a donating person, you have something you want to donate, you get two tickets to the show. So it's going to be a good time. And if you see down in the bottom uh, walk in the line is Mr. Hook from the Seawolves. The Seawolves are going to be giving us a prize pack. Hopefully, I think I it may include tickets to opening night um, and a prize pack of their merchandise. And Hook will actually be there at the event hanging out with us for a couple hours and just having a good old time, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, it's going to it's going to be a good party with a lot woo! of good. Whoa, whoa. A lot of good friends, you know, it's going to be a, a, a real good throwdown and honor. I know that's what Chris would want. You know what I mean? That's a, a, a happy memory kind of festive. Making fun of him really is what he would want <laughs> and talking right. shit to him. And he talks shit bad to us. That's, that's how it was. But, uh, uh, Matt, you're right in the comments. Uh, Lisa's on a roll tagging the bands. I mean, in that way, these guys are going to know that, you know, who the fans are that have heard about them. They're going to see that tag on their Facebook and they'll be able to jump over there. Donna, good to see you in the comments as well. Russ, what's up, brother? Yes, love it. Um, 
And then there was another comment, uh, Kevin, Minecraft Redstone King. He says, hey, where's Blacklight District? I appreciate the enthusiasm, good sir. Uh, we are waiting on him. And as soon as he jumps backstage, we were going to throw him out to the people. Whew. Yeah, a lot of I'm comments. worn out reading all this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the cool thing is, is if so in all of that, I was able to make Facebook cover pages, um, the event cover pages. We've got the social media flyer and stuff like that. Uh, if you want a, the, want to make it a Facebook cover page, uh, you can DM us, I'll send it to you, or I'm going to put it up on the, the sounds page here, uh, in just a little bit in my personal page and you can pull it off of there and we can yep. have that, that, have that going and all that. So yeah, it's a, a lot of good stuff, um, going on with that. And not only that, but there was another one that's happening, um, that I wanted to talk about with Josh Connolly. And, um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Help me out. Um, I just had, I had it written down. I can go back, Kevin, hold on. I can go back on our page, uh, right here. I got you. No, I don't. That's a retweet or repost. Uh, we share too much stuff on the sound here. That's so, the Josh Conley and Eric Bullock. There you uh, go. Benefits show coming up January 29th at the hotspot in Gulfport. Uh, Tara Thomas playing Tony Byrne, project nine faking solace. Uh, party at the Moon Tower um, to raise money to help out the families of Josh Conley and Eric Bullock. Josh Conley, multiple bands he played in, uh, Project 9 being one of them, 21 Rising. Eric Bullock was the drummer for Faking Solace. So that show is going to be happening January 29th uh, at the Hot Spot. So you can definitely join them there. And it's unfortunate that all of this has happened. So, yes. um, we've got to help out where we can and every place we can. I know the Celtic is going to be doing another one for Josh Conley, um, coming up on, I believe February 12th, but there it is. There's the info, uh, information, celebrate the life of two local musicians, Josh Conley and Eric Bullock. Uh, so that's going to be happening on January 29th, which is this week, uh, at the hotspot. Killer. Killer. All right, Kevin, you ready to roll into this next segment here, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Where is, uh, I hope Minecraft Redstone King is is ready to rock and roll. <laughs> do, it, do, it. do it. Here we go. Let's pull get Kyle, Kyle in, in here. What is up, good sir? What's happening? Yo, How's yo. it going? Going good. Hey, thank you guys for having me on, man. No, thank you. Um, it's been uh, It's been a long time coming. I know we talked about it once before um yep when we first started the radio station and we were playing playing your single at the time and i'm glad we finally got it worked out to because look you are you are busy you have a lot going on your hands are full and i want to talk about a lot of it um but first of all the one thing i do want to do is say congratulations on the sold out show the other night tell tell us how how all that went down yeah, man. Um, it was an incredible night for sure. So basically my song, Gotta Get Out of Here, which is like the first single of my new album that just came out, you know, been working radio, climbing the charts, multiple different charts. And my hometown station has been supporting me for a long time here. And, you know, so the last couple of months, they've been pushing this song. So the day before my album came out, I went on the morning show here in uh, my local area and he was like yo man uh this other group is coming through and 
they need a date and we were wondering if you could kind of do it and blah, blah, blah. So it was like a real quick thing. So yeah, man, we, uh, with under three weeks from announcement to show completely sold out, man. It was, uh, it was incredible. And for me, it was my first time playing live in like 16 months. So yeah. So and again, we'll get into all that, but yeah, man, yeah. It, it, it was, it was just great to get back into it, you know? Well, and you said that, and I was getting ready to follow that up with that question. So you had, if I remember right, you had surgery last year. Uh, I, I, I broke my hip yes, in yes. May, late May, like eight months ago or so. Jesus. And yeah. Oh dude, that was the whole thing. Well, to, to start a little bit before then a year ago, right now I was in treatment rehab, like drug treatment. Um, I was like hardcore addicted to opiates, like in a really bad way, like crazy amounts of like fentanyl and things is like this that. Is this before the hip surgery or after? This is before. Damn. Okay. Before. So yeah. And, and actually yeah. that's good that you asked because it's, there's, it's a little bit of context we'll need here in a second. And trust right. me, I'm not going to bore you with like some long, boring story, but th this shit is like, it's no, insane, man. We, we love to dive deep. Dive deep. Go ahead. Let's for sure, we're willing for to sure. talk about it. Shit, let's go. Yeah, man. No. And so, okay. You know, about this time, literally in treatment a year ago, addicted to opiates, specifically fentanyl. And I mean, I was doing upwards of 40 pills a day. You know, every other week I'd run out for a day or two waiting for my next shipment and I'd be in withdrawals. And those withdrawals are no joke, bro. Like that shit is a nightmare. So, and again, to preface that, both of my parents are deceased from opiates. My mom died of a heroin overdose when I was nine. And then my father actually like committed suicide in 2017 via heroin overdose slash fentanyl and like on purpose and shit. So got to keep that in mind too. And, you know, like my mom specifically, like these are big, like, like this is like the trauma of my life and like the shit that I, you know what I'm saying? Like that I've grown with since a young age. But anyway, so here I am a year ago about to come off this fentanyl, like withdrawing again. Like I have an eight year old son now and it really just kind of reminded me of back in the day, except for the roles were completely reversed, you know? So it was like, had enough of this shit. You know, my wife drove me six hours, went to rehab, um, got clean off the opiates, withdraw for weeks. I mean, just nonstop body aches, you know, shaking, twitching. You can't sleep. You're exhausted that you can't sleep one second for like six nights straight, literally not one minute of sleep. You know, they're pumping you full of benzos and everything they can to try and help this, you know? Um, but again, so, okay. I get out of there. I was gone for about 40 days. You know, I, uh, they put me on, you know, nowadays with, a, with all the stuff they have, you know, there's certain medications and therapies and counseling. And so I do all that clean for, you know, four or five months at the time. I'm literally out rollerblading with my son, nothing crazy fall pretty bad and literally break my hip, man. Like right there. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm 31 years old now. So they were like, oh my God, usually it's like an 80 year old dude that comes in here. So check this out real quick. The ambulance gets there and I tell him straight up right away. It's like, look, I'm, I'm like four months clean off opiates and blah, blah, blah. I'm on this medication, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but at the time the pain was so excruciating and, and they, you know, if this is one of those situations where the, the benefit outweighed the risk at the time because of the severity of the injury, you know? So they have to use fentanyl, of course, to get through this like opiate blocker I have you know, high doses of it. So anyway, long story short, again, here, get to the hospital that night, every other hour, they're giving me fentanyl and then ketamine because they didn't want it to be straight opiates. She comes in about midnight, gives me the shot. Next thing I know, bro, all of a sudden I'm like coming to 
and there's like 10 doctors around me, like rubbing my chest, like, sir, sir, like external harm. So they literally, I ended up overdosing on the fentanyl in the hospital from them trying to break through my medication. And bro, it was just crazy shit, man. So that's kind of how I started the 2021. Dude, I you don't know this, but I do anesthesia for a living, so I know everything you're talking about. Okay, uh, I give okay. Other people every single day, man. But that that's a crazy backstory, dude. Like your mom, your dad getting addicted, getting clean, breaking the hip, rollerblading. Because you're right, that's an 80 <laughs> year old woman, like or man, osteoporosis kind of thing, yep. you know, or or a motor vehicle accident would be the next thing, right? Um, dude, so how did you come off of like post? surgical you know come out of that because you got to have something really right ketamine hits a different receptor that's why they were giving right. you that it, it can do it have pain suppression as well um but how, did, how did you make it through that so well you know coming out of treatment last year i got put on a medication called buprenorphine um yeah. and you know what i'm saying like a maintenance type thing suboxone type stuff and yep. so that's kind of what I used for pain management at their recommendation. And then other than that, it was, you know, along with maintenance in itself. Um, but it was really just like Tylenol. And I was on a tie. I, I just toughed it out, man. You know? And again, when I was in the hospital the first night, I, you know, I wasn't getting any really much pain relief from it anyway, because those receptors are so binded to by that buprenorphine, you know, right. like, so, right. so it wasn't, you know, again, it's no, nothing they did wrong. It's just like, that was just the situation, but got through it. And, uh, here we are, you know, we'll, I, we'll get into the music. One second. One more follow-up sure. question with that is how long since the hip to, to tonight it, has that been? And are you, are you clean? If you don't mind me asking, I mean, are you, you so, so, okay. No, yeah, absolutely. So in a few days, we're like four days away from eight months since this happened. I was on the crutches for a solid three then on the cane for two months or so. So I've just been walking pretty normal in the last month or, you know, month or two, whatever it is. Um, so I'm doing good. Um, you know, aside from medications prescribed by doctors as a part right. of my treatment plan, yeah. I have, I've over a year sober now. So K killer. And yeah. I, and I want to apologize. I didn't mean to be too forward with that question. No, no, no. It's that, that's why I asked. And I didn't know the time frame. Had I known you were still in the post-op recovery medication maintenance phase, I would have, so no, no disrespect there. No, no, no. None taken, man. But like I said, I'm, I'm kind of new to talking about this and, uh, I mean, it's well, just an interesting you. story. So that's yeah, kudos to you. So let's oh, get yeah. back to the music, Kevin. We, 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 Absolutely. but that's good. That's a good backstory for people. Cause, um, God knows it's a part of the community at times, man. It really is. Right. And, and, and I, 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 I've told a lot of people too, that the, the crazy part of it is that I actually ended up driving 2,600 miles by myself with a broken hip to make this new album 1990 that just dropped. And again, so before this, you know, I've, I, the last couple of years, I've done a lot more like alternative hip hop leaning music. You know, I've had some success in pop radio, like, you know, just other formats and things like that. Um, but I've always started as a rock artist. I've had, I mean, I'm more known as like a rock artist, but with the YouTube stuff the last couple of years, you know, so I credit like the first couple of months after breaking my hip, being stuck in the recliner, playing so much guitar, like to where it really, and again, with that clean, sober state of mind, you know, like just really like, like coming full circle, like, wow, man, like I'm in this chair and writing these guitar songs. And it almost really felt like it all happened for a reason. And it took me back to make music like this. And like now this song got to get out of here that you guys have been supporting. And I appreciate that a lot. Like, 
it's been blowing up, man. The, the animated video is trending on YouTube top 20 for three days. Uh, I think we're at almost 2 million views now in under three weeks. The music video is going on 700K. The streaming's going crazy. And yeah, man, the fans are loving the album. It's Again, I'm beyond grateful just to have the fan base I have to be able to, you know, do do this type of thing. So it's it's incredible, man. I love it. So I, I'm going to ask a, a, a few questions here. So the album is called 1990. I'm yes, assuming sir. that that's because of your birth year. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, I got yeah. it right. Yeah, um, for sure. Now I want to dig in to YouTube with you because you have for an artist that is still building you have more followers or subscribers on youtube than a lot of like baby bands signed and stuff like that how did you build that youtube uh presentation well i credit youtube and the things i do on youtube for pretty much launching my career because like like I am building in like the rate rock radio world and touring and like trying to become part of festivals, and stuff like that. And then on the flip side on this, like YouTube gamer kind of viral side of things, like there's a fan base out there that looks at this music, like in a totally different light. And again, the cool thing about it is that, you know, 80, 90% of this audience is teenagers. And so I'm, I'm really getting on, on the YouTube side of things, really getting this young audience that, you, you know, in today's world with everyone growing up with like pop and hip hop, and that's kind of like the normal now back in our days, you know, it was like growing up, we, we hear guitar riffs all the time. So nowadays for these young, like 13, 14, and even younger, sometimes I've even seen it shows like the cool thing, me and my pr producer, Brett Hessler, we're talking about is like to have the fan base that I have and then to drop an album that sounds like this calling it 1990, that kind of throws a call back to it anyway, like to these kids, it, it almost as if it's like brand new, it's like fresh music, you know? Um, and I think that's a really cool thing, but in the YouTube stuff, it was really like these anime channels, Minecraft, um, this whole world gaming community uh, that has literally blown me up and I'm about to hit half a billion streams, man. It's insane. Jesus. It's insane, bro. We, we, we were talking right before you came on. You gotta, so first of all, this is the first, the most YouTube comments we've had on our stream period bar none right uh you've got a guy on here that was asking us in the comments before you got on like yo yo when 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 is he coming on when's he coming on minecraft redstone king i think he deserves like a shout out again like dudes dudes a fan right dude uh, my, minecraft redstone king there he is okay shout out yep and and he says credit rainimator uh, so that's like one of my partners on YouTube that does the Minecraft videos. He animates these videos literally from scratch. I mean, an incredible talent. And these take months to make. But he's the one who has almost 2 million subscribers. And we've just, I think this last video for Gotta Get Out of Here was our 10th video together over the last three years. So it's been a part of like me becoming familiar in that world, which has then brought so many of those fans over to like Spotify and my YouTube channel, hence the millions and, and, and subscribers and blah, 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 you know? It's, it's, All right. So, so, crazy, so you, like, you've got, again, cause it's coming through on our end, the YouTube, like I'm seeing comments made with anime uh, avatars as their profile pictures and stuff. So yep. this leads me into two questions. <clears throat> Shout out Number Sergeant one. Willie, by the way, I know him from, uh, um, I do some live streams too, and he's he's one of my top fans. So shout out, Sergeant. 
for sure. Sorry to interrupt, by the way. No, no, no absolutely. <laughs> Keep the banner back and forth. For sure. uh, my question is this then. So like Kevin and I have talked about this with, uh, 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 bigger artists as far as like uh, who did we speak to Kevin uh, Paul Crosby coming out of saliva in the heyday that they had right uh, and we mentioned it to a lot of the artists that we speak to nowadays is a little bit different right used to in the 80s the 90s even in the early 2000s right you go and you hit the uh, the, the bars did we lose them did we lose oh there he's still there okay oh, I'm, I'm hit- here man yeah, you you hit the bars, your local bar, then you do a regional tour of the bigger cities that are around you, and you build your following live in a club or in a room, right? Right. Nowadays is different. You 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 can do that, but it's a lot quicker, uh, and you can reach a lot more people by building it on the internet. And so, whether you do that through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatever platform you're doing it, that's the way to go. So you've obviously done that. So my my question is. Did you do that on purpose? Because I, I think you probably did. And how did you do it? Then also, how did you get into the anime Minecraft? How did how did that happen? Yeah, uh, dude, that's a great question, bro. Seriously. And, and I love talking about this stuff. Trust me, I do it all the time with everybody pretty much, you know. Um, so, you know, I had like in, in 2014, I had a big rock hit like on Octane, a song called With Me Now. And I mean, it was like one of the top played songs of the year, 1200 spins. I mean, it was like top 10 for like six months or something like that. And at the time it was selling like 1500 to 2000 downloads a week, 2013, 2014, kind of right before streaming hit. And at that time, you know, selling over a thousand downloads a week was like a big deal in the rock world, you know? So from there, I, you know, I was managed by a big name. We hired radio, got the song into like the top 40 on the charts and went out and toured as much as we could. Kind of that traditional sense of what people think it, it, it's like you should do to do it or how it used to be. So right. I did that, you know, went on the road, did this and that. And it was cool. And, you know, the song made decent dough. I mean, I was surprised, like nothing crazy, but, you know, selling, having the Octane Airplay obviously is like. It, it that's why everyone wants that nowadays it's like the you know they're one of the whatever you want to consider octane it. records right yeah exactly <laughs> right? exactly that's the, that's the slang but then again then it was like well it i always thought that if you're only successful from platforms like that then you're really re- you have to rely on someone else that makes the decision very and, smart and it was like uh and i know that's pretty much how it's always going to be but it's like if there's any way that I could, because I've always been so obsessed with the business side. I mean, when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with the billboard charts. I would look at the sales figures every week, radio chart positions. I mean, I've always been into that, you know, like. You young kids, I hope you're listening. You better be listening. You better be listening. <laughs> Dude, and, and and again, so, yeah, man, I, I happened a, a year later, I had a falling out with the manager and I stopped touring and it was kind of like my funding that I was getting help with kind of ran out and it was like, shit, I felt like my back was really against the wall, right? So right. I happened to come across this video on YouTube. I searched my own artist name and I saw this video that had a million views on it and it was called Nightcore and it was like a sped up version of the song. And so I hit that guy up and I said, hey, I saw you used my song. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. Like would you consider using another one? Cause I had a new song at the time. And he was like, why don't we just partner up? You can supply me the songs because you control the copyright. So I don't have to worry about copyright strikes. Cause like a lot of these do, you know what I'm saying? And then we you know. get a platform with oh, yeah, the audience. Yeah. 
So it was like that. And then I, one of them got a million views, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, a month later or two, I started seeing these Minecraft videos, 10 million views, 20 million views. I just reached out to two of the biggest channels I found. One of those guys happened to have heard of me from this Nightcore channel. And somehow he agreed to do kind of the same thing where we actually split the revenue. And bro, the second video we did in the first month got 3.5 million views the first week, trended top 50 on YouTube, which is filled with rap videos and games. And, and all of a sudden the song went top 30 in like 20 countries on Apple Music. All these radio stations started playing it. And now it's got like 100 million streams. And all of a sudden from there, it's like never slowed down as a consistent stream of dropping these Minecraft videos, me dropping new music, the YouTube channel building. And I don't have to pay a penny to do it instead of going out, you know, versus traditional senses of spending. You guys know how to big money at radio, oh, yeah. advertising, this and that. So Dude, anything else I get is like a bonus now, you know, there, there's like major record labels that are just like their head they're spinning because you just got all that for free. But kids, again, let's unpackage what he said. He was smart enough to understand that a video went viral, right? A couple, however much you said. And you, he did a little research. He looked up who owned it. He sent them a message. That's a lot of work. You know, he had to do all this and think his way through it. You got to do that shit. And the guy was cool enough to message you back. And then a partnership happens and right. bam. Right. And again, that's and again, it, Dude, that's the new game. That is literally the new game, bro. You have said it perfect. And now you got to imagine too. Yes. He said yes that time, but there was a hundred no's or no responses before that. That's all part of the grind. There's going to be days where it feels like shit. Man, oh, like, is, is this ever going to happen? Like, what can you do? You know? Oh shit. Now he's giving you the real story. Oh, he's going to tell you that he <laughs> had to do a hundred no's to get to one. Yes. I mean, we're telling, we're pulling out all the stops tonight. That's what it is, bro. Yeah, yeah. man. But again, yeah, I don't know. Just for me, it was any way I figured, whether it was games or whatever the content was, any way to get the music in front of as many people as possible without having a bunch of money to spend on it. And I, at the end of the day, I'm truly grateful for it. All I ever wanted to be was a musician, an artist, write my music. And I'm just so happy. Shout out to everyone that's on here. Uh uh yeah man i appreciate again you guys having me on like again i reached out because i think like a platform like you guys here at, at the sound like to me it feels like this is like like just it, there's just so much good shit going on here like the, the fact that we're doing this the the community you guys seem to have i feel like this could almost be like the digital YouTube version of like a big rock station, you know, like the Minecraft version of what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, a comparison. Dude, that's exactly what we want. And we've been putting in work for a few years now. And we're super proud of what we've done in the community of people that are commenting right now. And dude, honestly, it's like an honor for Kevin and I to talk to artists like you guys that are out there in the trenches doing it. It's what we live for, man. Kevin's been in radio for a ton of years. I think Kevin's 116 years old. I'm, I'm not quite sure how old he is, but he's been in. I think he invented the radio, honestly. Right. And now he's like transitioning into the digital age. And I'm just glad I'm here with him. So. Hell yeah. And and I have to say, shout out Aaron, who just commented on there, I think from South Dakota. If you were at the show right there, Aaron Gillian, shout out uh, to you. And again, for any of my fans that are on here watching this interview, this is an example of what I talk about, guys, a new platform. So if 
You guys are into the music I do, obviously. This is a station that you can have in your pocket on the go and hear tons of new artists, see interviews like this. This is the kind of shit I want my community to follow, for sure. Oh, we're clipping that one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah let me write that timestamp down. Dude, 48 it, minutes and 38 <laughs> seconds. Boom, I'm God, serious, though, good. man. It's, yeah. it's the real deal because... You know, like these old cliche sayings, like, oh, real recognizes real. I just love the platform of what you guys are doing because it shows the effort being put in. I see. I love the the 15 uh, weekly countdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff, man. And, dude, when you get the artists on there, that's a great way to get them to share. And, again, if you, you know, doing stuff like you do, get these artists to bring these communities over, I think it's awesome, man. So I just wanted to be in on the uh ground level here and be an early supporter of the sound band so well dude i love your backstory man that's it, it's tragic it really is tragic but the fact that you're sharing it like blows me away here on live on the internet hopefully it inspires somebody whether they have that problem that addiction or they don't but they they're thinking well damn if he can overcome this why what's stopping me right like why can't i do it uh another key takeaway what year did you say that was 2012 or 13 when octane was was spinning your first song uh it was like the end of 13 into early 14 was when it was peaking okay. and it ended up being in rotation for two years like it was a big song back then you know and, and you and you toured off of it a, a, a yep. good bit you said, but let's also do the math ladies and gentlemen 13 to 22 dude didn't give up and he's still out there grinding i got a feeling it's because not only you know we're all music junkies here and we're proud of that yep. right so <laughs> that's a good dude, for sure have. yeah yeah well yeah again man i mean it feels like just yesterday i was out there hustling that first single and again shit what eight nine years now and i feel like i'm still just getting started it's still on the rise but again now when you could add in you know like what we just talked about with all the youtube and spotify stuff on top of now my new single which just got added to Octane again this week and is in like heavy today. rotation right there. Exactly. You know, so it's just cool to see all of that stuff happening at once. And it's like a new era, man. It's literally a new era and independent artists are the biggest growing sector of this business, bro. It, it, you just freaking nailed it, dude. As much shit as you can say bad about social media and the internet, we feel like th there's the other, the counter argument to it, which is exactly what you just said. You kind of have to sift through it a little bit, but the artists have the platform now, guys. You have the voice, you have yep. the opportunity, but you have to put in the work. That's the difference. You have to put in the work. 100%. I, this is another thing, like coming off what you just said, I tell a lot of people this too. It's like with the platform, Spotify, Facebook, whatever you want to call it. It's like we all have access to the same audience as any superstar pop singer, podcast, show, whatever it is. It's all right there on these platforms. We just have to put in the work, like you said, to find our way to these people. But it's an open door nowadays. You know what I'm saying? There's obviously yep. pros and cons, but dude, that's why there's so much talent. That's why there's so many independent uh, entities that are making a killing financially, yeah. revenue-wise. Yep. I mean, all of it, you know? This has literally changed my life over the last three years. I won't lie to you. Kevin and I, I mean, that's why we started this show. And I mean, we want to keep it with the independent up and coming artists because it's fun for us. Um, but we have, we have, Kevin, we have major art. I mean, the who wants to be on this show, Van Halen. Uh, we've had, we've had offers from, uh, the members of Pantera all the way to like Kevin, who else? I know I'm forgetting some people that want to be on here. We tell them no all the time, all the time. We tell them no. You tell them no. You couldn't. You couldn't come <laughs> up with. Kissins wanted to be on the show. We told them no. It's like no. It's not what we're into. We're into the up and coming, up and coming artists.
Hell yeah, man. Well, hey, makes me feel better, right? No, <laughs> no, just no Kevin, let's get into the video, I think, right? What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, uh, I, I still want to, I got a few more questions and a few things I want to talk about when we come back from the video. Uh, yeah. but this, this is the, uh, the official video, uh, for gotta get out of here. It is blacklight district. Check it out. You're watching this out. I felt good. Yeah, yes. Yeah, man. And I, I might it. throw in too that uh in that video, my I was still just barely walking with the cane. We had to 
get me there. Someone would grab the cane and set over there and I would stand there and do my takes and try and do as much movement as I could kind of standing in one spot. So another example of like, even with the injury, like as soon as I could, I was down in Nashville, 2,600 miles recording this album. And then a month later, again, these videos, I mean, bro, like it never stopped, you know, dedication. That's, yeah, what I, that's what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Uh, and you were still jamming out in the video too. So kudos to you. Yeah, man. And yeah, so, we put that video together in uh, one day's notice. Every I had a, the video director, uh, the drummer, and you know everyone fly down to Denver with the location, like everything set up in a day. So we pulled it off pretty uh, impressive. So tell me about AK-19. Okay, so AK-19 is my label. Um, I basically run everything I do. It's like my uh, company, my LLC. So uh, my wife, Amber, and I run AK-19. She handles all of the, you know, like financial business side of things along with myself. Um, so yeah, basically, you know, everything goes through. We do all the promotion, like everyone on my staff, you know, that does radio or publicity or an agent or whatever the case may be. Everything runs through AK-19. Um, and yeah, you know, in the future, I've worked with a few artists in the last couple of years and dropped a few little things here and there and had some fun. But right now the focus is just building black light up and keeping that train rolling. And then in the future, we'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, fans represented. It's like, you know, part of our thing online is like the AK 19 family, AK 19 community and all that kind of thing. So yeah, man, I love it. And then, uh, off music for a minute, AEW or WWE. Ah, uh, you know, I mean, look, nowadays, honestly, like, and I never thought I'd say it, I am watching AEW more than I've been watching WWE, like with, with, like with Brock on right now. I mean, you got to, for me, I'm like, dude, I was an Undertaker guy. Like I'm that old yeah. school attitude era yeah. type stuff. So the less of that that's come out lately has lessened my watching, going from watching the streak every year, you know whatever the case may be to now yeah you have brock in there and that's a decent program they're running right now um so that's that's about where i'm at on that joe you know? franklin I, said ufc that's awesome i i, <laughs> I hear you i hear you yeah it's uh so i'm I'm a wrestling fan as well so uh, i'm i'm glad like punk is back i mean i think it's great that there's almost a legit alternative to wwe now and aew is definitely more like edgy and more you know they're trying to give what they think the fans would want in like that you know non-pg rated wrestling show and right i mean dude i think i think they're doing a good job i mean you know i, I think it's solid you know i live with it i yeah, like it exactly exactly i like yeah. it all right, I want to I want to throw one more music question in before right. we wrap it up for tonight. <clears throat> uh, my question is this: so, uh, to walk us through. You mentioned your producer, M mention him again, but I want to know like what what is the writing process for you? Uh, you know, because Kevin and I were talking about this earlier. Like, you, you you're are you you go out and play live, so obviously you have a full band. But are you writing as a band or is this just you or these guitar riffs that you turn into songs or do you collaborate with other artists or other, you know what I'm saying? Or do you have a guitar player that's your guy? Like, tell us about that and then how you get them recorded. Right. So, yeah, I mean, a after the first song with the Minecraft thing went viral, I pretty much was like a solo artist. Like a lot of my fans just think of me as Blacklight District, like The Weeknd right. or something like that, you know, right? like a, a name like that. So, yeah, I mean it's pretty much just me, you know, like even the last couple years, 
I go on a tour and half the time it's just me on stage. Sometimes I'd have a DJ. I would run tracks like it was a hip hop show. I'd play guitar to it sometimes. But again, I was running a lot more pop hip hop type songs at the time. Okay. I'd have like this 10 foot LED screen. It was more like a Post Malone show than a rock show, but I was out on these rock tours, like opening for Adelita's Way and shit like that. And how did that go? How did that go over with the hardcore rock guy? Did they accept you? I mean, for the most part, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the the shows were awesome. The merch sold great. I mean, the reaction was always great. Look, in a situation like that, there's always going to be some people that are like, "This is definitely not what I was expecting for a rock show." And I've even seen a few people that I'd seen me before that were disappointed. But the majority of it was very positive. And again, when the younger fans came, no one gives a shit. It's like, dude, right. we're here to have a good time and jam. Right. Right. But, right, but right. kind of going back to this now. You know, so, so, okay, for this album, 1990, like how you asked Kevin in the beginning, it was like, because for me, it was like a reset kind of going back to the beginning, like back to the rock sound, working with producer Brett Hesla, because the last couple albums with my other st sounding stuff, I produce and mix all of it right here in my home studio, you know, with some of my biggest songs that I've done here in the last couple years, you know. But because I had worked with Brett on that first song, that was the big octane thing we talked about earlier. Like right. that was like my first break. I'm kind of going back to the rock music. I'm sober. I have the hip thing. To me, it, it felt like going full circle, going back to him. So I had like six songs pretty much written, not really demoed out, just written and a few things that I'd had over the years. And then some of them he and I wrote in one or two days. And we actually ended up tracking this whole album, 10 songs tracked in 11 days. You know what I'm saying? So that was pretty good. Right Obviously, the mixing and all that took a time and, and things like that. But yeah, man, it's uh, and then like so I'm going to go back sometime when I do the next album. I'll probably bring in a lot of like little guitar riffs. A lot of times I start out with beats, synth sounds, you know, I get more what goes on today. Most of the time, I don't even have a guitar when I'm writing a song until I just did this new album. You know, the last few years, it's on the keyboard and shit now, like that but. that was another question are you a guitar writer or do you do you're a keyboard guy or both or whatever it's just whatever sparks the creativity pretty much both you know it, exactly whatever sparks it like i said when i was when the hip first happened i was almost forced to use a guitar because i couldn't get down here in this basement because i couldn't get down the stairs you know but right. yeah like but but the, the previous couple years and but you know my first 10 years doing this shit like it was always guitar and notebook and like the old school way and then as Things evolved, you know, the last like three, four, five years has really been hardcore MIDI, synth sounds, bass, beats. Everything starts from that. And then like lately with everything changing, it kind of went back to that. Now it's a, a mixture of both for sure. Did you already play the keyboard or did you learn as you went or are you using loop tr tracks if you don't mind? Uh, no, I basically like just learned how to play as I needed to over the years, like trying to add like, you know, strings on top of yeah. the chorus or, and yeah. then like learning how to draw the notes in. And so, right. yeah, over time, and I, I still can't play piano worth the fuck, but I could program, you know what I'm saying? Like I can, yeah. I can yes. do this or that. And, and, you know, yeah. occasionally, sure. I'll use loops if the, not like I use exclusive loops, but if right. if something happens to come up, I'm not against it, but I try to make most of it, you know. A, a digital MIDI guy is that plays the keyboard, right, is a talent and is very useful nowadays, but like I'm sure Beethoven would sit there and be like, what? It, what? Right. You know, it's exactly. like, shut up, Beethoven. We don't have to do that nowadays <laughs> because we got this shit, so screw you. Yeah. You know? 
So it's kind of like cool because you you really do you get a you almost get the analog way of the old school way and then you get to use this so it's like you really get the best of both worlds and I think that's like the be- the biggest benefit for everyone involved basically you know oh man there was some there were some bombs tonight on the show guys I hope y'all been yes, paying attention there was. Take, better be yeah, taking yeah. notes I mean this is an active show you can't it's not passive don't just sit there and watch write the shit down there's lots of factoids a little bit of information you can make notes and uh, help your career help you move through and navigate this digital world that we live in right 100% man 100% bro Kevin it's, in, it's literally in your hands these days that's a scary thing that a lot of people don't like to hear man that's too much responsibility and they can't blame anybody for it man that's nasty for sure no yeah dude, believe me I and also it. you don't you don't get to do like motley crew in the 80s and just play a killer show and then chase chicks and and, right. and drink and snort coke and, and just make millions of dollars right i mean that's also exactly some. right you know like <laughs> again when i was growing up the dream was like oh you want like i wanted to have platinum records and things like that and again with rock music it doesn't really happen so much but instead, you can make things like this happen. Yes. Or again, yes. just another thing I'm proud of, like for YouTube to hit 100,000 subscribers. Like to me, this almost felt like as much of an accomplishment as anything else would have because I put in the work and they wouldn't give it out straight from the company themselves if it wasn't meaningful, you know? So again, it's just shit I'm proud of and the fans made it happen. And again, I only share these things not to sound like a bragging asshole, which I, you I can understand. I just do it to show that, man, there there are so many other ways and new paths. And I mean, you really can make your dreams come true if you're willing to put in the work, especially today, man. Man, that's the takeaway for this show. Way to end it tonight. I love it. Dude, Kyle, unless Kevin, unless you got something, man, uh, this was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. No, um, I think the only thing that uh, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for bringing your YouTube viewers with you. Uh, if you are liking the show and you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Oh, um, yeah. But no, I'm going to tell you what. Um, I think when we first started the radio station, and I'm not going to lie. I can't remember what single it was you had at the time. Um but it, it you were it was somewhere wonderful. else too at the time, weren't you? At uh, another uh, another station, also. Well, I do. I I still work for an FM radio station. Okay, okay. I see. I I I didn't know if you still did or not. For some reason, I guess I got yeah. confused on that. Well, technically, so I dad, don't work dad. for him, but I do okay, a show okay. for him. Oh, he's, okay, a, he, he's a freelance contractor. There, okay, okay. <laughs> Gotcha. So gotcha. I didn't know if he thought if he meant the app because we were on a different app before we got our own. Oh yeah, yeah, our yeah, own yeah. I didn't app. know if it was like taboo to mention that. I know we. Oh, no, 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 no. We're yeah. a whore here on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're a part like, of it. If you've ever seen it, we've mentioned serious it, yeah. like twenty times. So what? What yeah, is that? Really? Yeah. I mean, no, I, dude, I listen to Octane all the time. Like, I'm sure they won't talk about us because they shouldn't, and I don't blame them. But we get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. But yeah, no, I was just curious. But yeah, I remember that, man. I yeah, remember so, that when we first met. Yep. So we've been paying attention to each other for a while. And, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, when you reached out to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, yes, finally, we can make this happen. And so uh, Dude, I'm glad yeah, we did. Man. You're welcome back anytime you want. Anytime. Um, love to pick your brain as much as possible on what you've got going on and, uh, and how you're, you're working your avenues that you're working to make your success, your success, what it is. So, uh, yeah, anytime you want to come back on, just hit me up and, uh, and you're back in. 
Dude, I would love to, and I probably will hold you to that, man. It'd be cool, man. Maybe we can do a couple up updates throughout the year. And because again, you know, the song, you know, really hit the secondary markets and the charts hard and, you know, got up to number 12 on that mainstream rock indicator, six on the, you know, secondary foundations one. Yep. And then, you know, now all of a sudden they start seeing a lot of these monitored stations come on. It's already top 50 on the media based chart with hardly any like ammo being pushed yet. And there's talks with my team right now that we might like really go for it on this one in terms of like the the big, you know, FM stations and monitored stations. So, yeah, man, the song hopefully will continue to climb the charts and the album is out and I'm planning some tours and shows. And hell yeah, man, I'm 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 looking at a big year here. Hopefully it's all big year for everyone, man. Dude, we 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 uh we appreciate it, like Kevin said, and uh, we tell a lot of artists that. But we, I hope you really uh, reach back out to us every time you drop a single. You have anything to do, whether you jump on this live show or we just put it on the station. We would love to do it. Uh, we talk to a lot of artists, a lot of guys that are that are uh, talented in the in the music angle. You are one of these people, but I love that you know the back end of it, man. That 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 just is like a breath of fresh air. You know, you're not just out there like, oh yeah, write songs, which that's cool if you <laughs> right, do. Like, right, that's right. your thing. But find somebody who knows as much shit as Kyle does because you have to have that, and you're you have both of those uh, talents. So kudos to you, bro. Bro, I've been waiting for a platform like this, man. This is the shit I love to talk about. I mean. And believe me, like we've only touched the iceberg in terms of the yeah. story. So again, man, yeah, let's uh, let's do more. And I, I think uh, the future is literally in the hands of a platform like this and artists like myself, man. So well, Kevin and I have been saying for months now, and we haven't done it yet, that we're going to jump on Twitter. You know, Twitter has Twitter spaces, right? Okay, right, just, right. We just do audio. So maybe you could be the first guest and we do like a real geeky deep dive into like the business side, maybe. I don't know. I mean, what we can go whatever we want to do, but like I think that would be fun, bro. I'm open for anything, man. Let's let's definitely stay in touch. And again, man, I'm a huge fan and uh I am uh, a big supporter, man. So I'll be out there representing and shit. You keep know? doing you, man. Keep fighting the good fights. Then, and, uh, uh hit me up after you get off the show and I'll I will send you a shirt and a hat to wear. Oh, absolutely. dude, that'd be great, bro. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate you guys, man. All right, God, you have a good night. Hell yeah, Thanks we'll talk soon. Later. Good stuff right there, man. Dude, that was a good one. That one felt real good. Thanks, everybody that's in the comments. Uh, Kevin, sometimes they just go that way. Sometimes it just happens. It's magic. Yep. And uh, I'm not trying to rush I, I wanna, you. I know no, 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 no. I want to pick his brain you're gonna a little do more. The grudge match. What? No, 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 no. We still got to talk about the shows coming up real quick. Right. Um, but yeah, I want to pick his brain a little bit more. So, um, but yeah, so we've got, uh, some shows coming up. We've lined them up here. We're just going to run down a few that are coming up that we're going to talk about. We're going to recap that we've got the Josh Connolly, Eric Bullock benefit show happening on January 29th at the hotspot with, uh, Teratoma, Tony Byrne, Project Nine, Party at the Moon Tower, Faking Solace. That's happening. Uh, what else we got going on? Coming up on February 20th over in Fort Walton Beach over towards my area, Rock for a Cure. It's a one-night only back-together Helvetica effect show. Uh, so that'll be very good to check out if you're over in that area. Uh, February 12th, Envision with Transient and Worthy of the Crown. It's going to be happening at Belux, part of the In the Pit series. Another one that's a part of the In the Pit series is uh, In the Pit Fest 3.0. Brent. Um, 
<laughs> he's he's doing it, man. He's doing, doing it good. Dude. It's gonna be at the dude. Celtic. It's gonna be at the Celtic in Pascagoula. Coming up February 26th, Red Radio's got their uh, Roots, Maybe Rhythm, and Arts not. Festival uh, with Zach Perkins, Grits and Greens, Carter Ray Banks, Karate Kids, Mobtown Revival, Ben Laughlin and the Family, Catfish Peacock, and Flow Tribe. And uh, yours we truly will, will be hosting that event. We love Manny and we love Scott. And that's some killer bands right there. Uh, if you haven't heard of those, I, I know I, I flash it back. If you don't mind, Kevin, just real quick. There's, uh, let me look. Okay. So karate kids, I've seen them. That's yep. kicks ass. And Zach, I've seen, he's been on the show. Um, I don't think I've seen any of the other ones, but I can guarantee you there's going to be a bunch of killer music, man. Well, I've seen Zach. I've seen Carteret banks and I've seen mob town revival. Mobtown revival is really, really freaking good. Yeah. And, and it's a little, it's that, that's all a whole different little genre of music, right? It's not quite the yep. hard rock, but if you're a music junkie, like we are, dude, we love now Kevin and I focus on hard rock the the most, but we love all of it, dude. All of but it. I, and I will tell you February 26th, that's in downtown Gulfport. Yeah. Right after the Gulfport day parade on that Saturday. So after the parade is when that concert kicks off. So it's going to be a full Mardi Gras day on February 26th. Okay. So that, that Saturday, then, uh, we got an anti Valentine's show with our boys from boys to Ben breaking Valentine's, uh, anti Valentine's day bash. They're going to have raffles, prize food, drinks. And of course they're going to be playing live. That's at the cannery music starts at eight o'clock. They will have a sound swag basket to give away. Uh, so that's happening. What else we yeah. got going on? We've got a couple more going on. January 29th, another one this weekend, Northern Light Suplex, Bear the Gentleman, Variables, and Broken Ceilings. It's a free show at the Julep Room, uh, so you can check that one out. That's going to be and, cool as shit. Yeah. And then you've got at the Cannery. This is happening on February 26th, Rise the Phoenix, with special guest Strongfold is happening and then uh we're coming close then we got fayard fest on march 26th um with all of those bands right there uh you can find all the info on that at the sound 228.com backslash fayard fest and then a week after that you got cpr fest with three doors down see their bad flower non-point dead points dead poets society giovanni and the hired guns and the cpr homegrown stage which Woo! we will have sent off all the bands that have submitted and we will announce February 6th on the homegrown show. Exactly. Who is playing that? When, when was the, when's the cutoff Kevin on the home on the, to enter the homegrown? I don't it even was, remember. It was, it was this past Saturday. Okay. Cause we've got That's a couple, right. we've got a couple post deadline. I, yep. I noticed that. Yeah. So we, uh, we've already sent off everything. So we're just waiting to hear back from everybody and uh, then we'll go from there and we'll announce them on February 6th, man. A lot, a lot of cool stuff happening. We appreciate everybody. I can still see the numbers up there. There's a lot of y'all that, that are still out there and watching. We appreciate uh, you. Yeah, man. You don't understand. Like it's, this is, a, this means a lot to us. Uh, and I hope y'all are down for the cause. I know y'all aren't showing up every week to see Kevin and I's face. Uh, there's a reason why. And it's because we all dig music, man. And that's, that's why we do this, and that's what this whole show is about. Um, Kyle said some killer shit tonight. I hope everybody wrote that down and took notes. We'll clip a lot of that stuff. I got some timestamps on here. We'll put some stuff oh, yeah. out. Uh, but 
this is the new game that we live in, man. And if you're in your bedroom right now and you're writing riffs and you're writing songs, record it on your phone. That's all you got to do. Find some people, start a band, start a YouTube channel. It's all more or less free. If you got a phone, it's pretty much free. You can get it out there. So, Kevin, let's wrap it up. Uh, the grudge match, what are we looking like tonight? I know it was a it was a tough fight. There was a lot of people in the comments that were I'm actually gonna put the poll up. I'm gonna put are you really? Results. I'm gonna well, put the results up. We don't do that. We don't do that because I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody to think I'm lying. So all right. I'm and now wait, it, it, you gotta preface that with what what about was there any other non-Facebook votes? There was one non-Facebook vote, okay, and it was for video number two, which was post profit. And there is the results. They're up on the screen now. Post profit. Post profit got fifty-two percent of the votes, and Young Other got forty-eight percent of the votes. You said there it's up it. on the screen. I don't see it. Where's it at? You, it's on the Facebook, not on your screen. It's on oh. Facebook. Oh, okay. But post profit won by three votes. Damn, that yeah. was close. That was close. That's a testament to the fact that both bands were great. Um, like I said, we, we've said it before. You can go back. I wish I was good at clipping stuff, Kevin, because we've said that. Our goal is to always make the grudge match difficult for you to vote, right? We yes. don't want it to be like tilted so it's like, oh, yeah, that, that, that band definitely was like the best. We want it to be difficult because uh, go look, go find Young Other on social media, whether it's Facebook that you're on right now, or if you're on YouTube, wherever you're at, Twitter, look them up, smash the like button, smash the follow button, do the same thing for Post Profit. This is why we do the grudge matches, so you know about these bands. So, and let me go through here. So things have been popping up. So Post Profit's got a new album coming out February 25th. We are just started playing their, their new single, uh, We're All Monsters. Um, and then I saw whether they posted, but young others, new single will drop on February 16th, I believe is the date for that one. And of course, you know, who will be playing that right off the bat. So we yeah, will be getting that too. I got it right here. Uh, oh, I'm you're, you broke the rule again. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I thought oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You said you didn't see it. Yeah. Got that. And then, uh, Alicia, Alicia says, up. yes, that was a hard one to vote. So Daryl, what's up? Daryl's in the comments. Hell yeah. What's up, Daryl? Hell yeah. What? He's doing it tonight. It's a friend of mine, man. It's a friend of mine that I work with. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all sticking with us tonight. That was a tough, uh, battle here. Uh, post profit Kevin, they're going to the hall of fame, right? They the are going into the hall of fame. So the, the next, the next episode that we have in February will be two new challengers. And I got one picked out already. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go pick one. All right. Go. <laughs> Maybe we should make it like a me versus you thing from now on. If it's if it's a clean slate kind of thing. We, we could. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to tell like who we pick, who I picked versus you. Who we picked. I wouldn't. Anyway, please download the app. It's free on Apple and Android. The sound 228. Just type it in the sound 228. Type that in. It will come up. You can listen to all of our old episodes of the show audio wise. You're connected to the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and you can hear it's a it's a continual digital radio station that just plays the stuff that Kevin and I what the, the, the stuff that we're trying to get out to the masses. Right, Kevin? And That's it's it. it's all it's all in one and it's free, man. And uh, if you want to stay in the know, you can uh, text the sound to 
228-641-1648. We do not spam. We're lazy as hell. Yeah, we uh, we only spam. do announcements. I was going to announce that we had a live show tonight on that app, Kevin. Completely right. forgot about it. Never <laughs> texted anybody. Now you're like, well, hell, why do I want to sign up for it? Well, because we do do giveaways. We gave away some Seven Dust tickets, Rise the Phoenix show, about two or three weeks ago. So it's really only important shit when we send it to you. And uh, as always, we have merch for sale on our website. Here is the uh, I'm Down with the Music Sickness uh, t-shirt, the Sound 228 on the front, and We Are New Rock uh, with the Sound228.com on the back. Uh, it's not expensive. Kevin, what is that? That's about, what, $400 for that shirt? Yeah, about 400 <laughs> No, it's like 20 25 20 20 yes. Yep, 20, and we got we got. Yeah, we got FlexFit hats with our uh, our logo patch on the front, which is what I'm wearing right here. Yep. So uh, anyway, thank you all so much for supporting the show just by watching. If you smash the uh, like or the share, we really appreciate that. And uh, if you buy merch, man, you're like, you're super cool. So, so uh, I want to want to say thank you to Connor right there. He's a new subscriber to YouTube and he's got the Mississippi State. Oh, logos man, you just, you just you just uh, did it for Kevin right there. Yeah. So thank you guys so much, man. It's, good. Uh, it's, it's ten, uh young other said it's 10 PM on the East coast. So yeah, we get, yeah, we get, damn it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Sorry guys. We can't, I don't, we can't really move that around too much, but, uh, dude, y'all song is the shit. So, uh, there he is. There's Brian. Brian, we need to do an MVK showcase here in Mississippi. We need to bring just a, a group of your bands up here for one solid show. Go look them dudes up too if you want to see some uh, a bunch of talent in one in one area. Uh, yeah. And question was merch is where? The merch is on our website at the sound228.com. That's right. That's right. And if you have it on our Facebook page and it's it's got links to all the merch there too. If you have some already, take a photo of you wearing it, especially at a show. If you buy some and when it comes in, please take a picture of it. We love it. We will share it on all of our stuff and uh, tag you in it if you let us know. So, uh, Kevin, I feel like tonight was a good one, man. It felt really damn good. It was a good one. I enjoyed it. When's it do we have the next one date booked? Nope. Waiting on you. Super. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and The Homegrown Show all right there inside of the app. Go download it now. You won't be disappointed. And once again, we are the sound. We are New Rock.